Hello and welcome to the Play Therapy Network. I'm your host, Maddie Wend, licensed professional counselor, licensed professional counselor supervisor, registered play therapist, registered yoga teacher, author of children's books, and busy mom on the go, go, go. Welcome everybody, so glad you're here today. Today, the segment's going to be about play therapist and child therapist self-care. You know, as play therapist and a child therapist, how often do we take the time out to take care of ourselves? You know, how do we as therapists provide that self-care? We are so busy caring for others and trying to make a difference. Sometimes we forget about ourselves. So think about that for a minute. How often do you do self-care for you every day, every week, every month, every year? What does that look like? When was the last time you took a day off for you? When was the last time you had lunch with a friend? When was the last time that you actually had lunch for you? When was the last time you had a day off and you thoroughly enjoyed the day off and you didn't think about work? When was the last time you got to do something of just fun and enjoyment? Like, I don't know, binge watch Netflix or go shopping or just do nothing. When was a time you didn't think about doing something? So I'm going to give you the top five steps to help yourself recharge and replenish self-care as a play therapist or a child therapist. And so the top five, first off, you know, we help each other. We help others. We care for each other. We're nurturing. We are a, a field of therapists that do a lot because when you're a child therapist or a registered play therapist, you are not only taking care of the child that is your client, you also are dealing with the family and in some cases teachers, and in some cases if there's a medical or there's medication involved, you're dealing with psychiatrists, sometimes you have a team. And so as a child therapist or a registered play therapist, many times when we see that child, we are dealing with a whole team of other experts. And so that can be exhausting sometimes. And so how do you do the self-care for you to recharge for you so you can continue to do the great, amazing things that you do making a difference for families? So one of the, the tips I have is, you know, schedule your time off. Schedule a block of time either in your day or your week or your month. You know, think about what does schedule time off look like for you? Does it mean you're going to take a two-hour lunch every day? Or does it mean you're just going to get lunch every day and you're going to leave early and have evenings off? Does it mean you're going to come in later and have mornings off? Does it mean you're going to take off a weekend every now and then? Does it mean you're going to work three 10-hour days a week? Does it mean you're going to work seven days a week for two weeks and then you're going to have a week off? Does it mean you're going to work 11 to 2. Think about what does your day work life balance look like? How are you going to have your day where you have some sort of time? You know, does your self-care look like it's important to you to sleep in and start your day at 9, 10, or 11? 
Or do you feel like, no, I don't really need those quiet mornings. I like to get up. I'm a morning person. I want to be in the office at 8 a.m. And I want a two-hour lunch. I want to take lunch from 11 to 1 or 2 to 4. Or I'm just going to go in and work from 8 to 2 every day. That's my schedule. Trying to figure out what is a schedule that you can have that's consistent and clear and concise and stick with it. Also figure out, we all need time off. We all need to do those things that we enjoy. What can you do to find things that you enjoy that's going to give you a purpose? For some people, it can be art. Some people, it can be music. Some people, it can be reading. Some therapists get recharged by research and by helping others. Sometimes it's volunteering in the community. You know, it could be a number of things. It could even be having a weekend where you stay home and have your own mini staycation at home. Going to a conference where you're with other therapists to piggyback on each other's ideas and get inspired and see all these amazing things amazing people are doing. You know, it could even be a family outlet. It could be going out in nature. It could be camping or hiking or horses. It, It could be a number of things. So, you know, schedule your time off. Find out whatever the block of time is. Like for me, I like to go to work later. I like my day to start at 10 or 11 in the morning. I like to have a break in my day. I like to be flexible with my work schedule, but not so flexible where it is chaos. I have a consistent schedule of a start time every day. However, I may have a couple days that are a little bit flexible where a couple weeks I may work later and a couple weeks I may not work as late on the other weeks. But whatever you stick with for your schedule, stick with it. Another thing that's important to help therapists recharge and replenish themselves and do self-care is self-affirmations. You know, we know about self-affirmations, how important they are for our clients. But what about ourselves? And what do self-affirmations look like to you? You know, for example, saying positive words to yourself. Do you do it in a mirror or do you do it when you're lying in bed orthostatically? Or do you just think it? Or do you do something for self-care? How important is the act of doing something for self-care for self-affirmations important to you? Getting up, packing your bag, going to work. That is self-care. You remembered your calendar. You remembered your computer. You remembered your phone. That is self-care. Eating breakfast. That is self-care. Thinking about all the things you have done and praising yourself. I'm really doing a good job with A, B, and C. How much do you like how you do things? How much do you like what you do for yourself and how often do you praise yourself you know our self-affirmations is not just saying but doing and praising ourselves for those self-affirmations are very important now another good tip is yoga and meditation it's very helpful for the mind body wellness you know how often do we tell our kids we see let's do some deep breathing Let's focus on our body. 
Let's think before we respond. Let's think before we react. But as therapists, do we think about breathing? Do we think about the mind-body connection? You know, if you do 12 yoga stretches a day, you are already releasing tension and anxiety. You are releasing stress. How often do we fill our bodies with stress every day? We are taking in lots of things, lots of information day after day, and we are the rock for our clients. We have a responsibility for our own self-care because in order to help others, we have to have our cup full. How do you refill that cup in life? What does that look like? You know, I said a little bit ago, having that schedule that's consistent. Self-affirmations, not just talking and saying nice things, but doing nice things for ourselves and praising ourselves for saying and doing. But going one more step, the mind-body connection, yoga and meditation. You know, when we do those yoga poses, any kind of yoga stretches or even just stretches, It releases so much tension. Have you ever thought about doing a few stretches in the morning when you wake up? Because it's a natural process of life. You stretch your legs and arms and you're waking up. What about midday? After you saw a few clients and it's midday and you're like, oh, it's time for lunch. What about doing a few stretches? And then in the afternoon again, you do a few more stretches. And then before bed, you do a few more stretches. And next thing you know, you've done 12 yoga stretches or 12 stretches within your day. When we do 12 stretches, we are releasing all that tension. And when we break it up within our day, we are helping release that tension as we take in information. You know, movement's very good for our body. The more movement we do, the more oxygen is going to infiltrate the brain. So we are more effective with our decision making, our communication, our ability to focus, and the clarity we have with communication and conversation. So it's very important to do stretches, relaxing. You know, you could look at any type of mindfulness that you like. You could do like a two or three minute meditative. Uh, session, just, you know, find an app and, and, and do two or three minutes of meditating and stretching for your lunch hour. You could have a 30 minute lunch and do a five minute doing a few stretches in meditation and then still have time to eat. You know, again, it's whatever works for your self care, but the mind body connection is very, very important because we are taking in so much information. We need to find an outlet, a channel, so we can continue to be amazing registered play therapists and child therapists in our communities because we are the ones that make a difference, helping children who need us. We are also helping teachers and helping families and connecting families and you know working with other treatment teams. Another really helpful tip is delegation. You know, when you think about it, are you good at delegating or is delegating a task? Is it easier to, I'll just do it myself, why ask? You know, we do so much and we care so much. We have personal lives, we have professional lives. There's nothing wrong with delegating family to do something 
to make our personal life easier. There's nothing wrong with your professional life as a child therapist to delegate something to make life easier. What can you do to make life easier that's delegating something simple? It doesn't have to be a lot. It could be something simple. And so thinking about how all this can fit in when we delegate that reduces it relieves some of that pressure of responsibility not taking away our responsibility we are still responsible for something but releasing our duties of the task it's still going to get done because i've delegated this to somebody responsible that will do it for me and that's okay we cannot tell everybody yes you know As therapists, we care for others and we must take care of ourselves to be able to care for others. And the same goes with our work-life balance. We have to have a healthy work-life balance. So if we care for ourselves, we can help others and we can enjoy our family. And so the next point I want to make is saying no. So the next tip is to don't overcommit. It's okay to say no. It's okay to say, I'm sorry, I'm booked up this weekend. I I can't fit anybody else in. It's even okay to say, I cannot go to this family event because I have all these other things going on. It's okay to even say, no, I can't do this or I will do this this date. You can always move things around You just have to be consistent and identify what it is and the priority. You know, allowing yourself to prioritize and not overbook yourself in personal or professional life. You know, as child therapists, we always want to help everyone and we always want to be a part of things and and we enjoy giving and helping. But sometimes we do have to say no and not feel guilty about it. It's okay to say no. So my last tip is keeping life simple. You know, try to stay organized with your work-life balance. And the best way to do that is to stay consistent with the goals you have with your work-life balance. You know, setting boundaries for yourself and doing these things that reduce burnout. When you set boundaries and expectation, that's going to reduce burnout because it's, I'm already looking at my work-life balance and I've got my schedule. I've got my time blocked off of when I take off. I've got my time for lunch. I've got my schedule of when I come into work and when I leave work. And I've got that clarified and I've got my time of how I'm going to have positive outlets of things that I enjoy. I'm going to do self-affirmations that are verbal as well as doing things for myself and praising myself for those positive self-affirmations. I can, I will, I do, I am. Those are motivation words that move us forward. And as therapists, how often do we internalize if we have a child that's not progressing like we think or we wonder, what did we do? This child isn't getting better. We start to feel bad. Don't internalize. You're doing the best you can with what you know, and you're going to have to keep motivating yourself. I can, I will, and I do. I can do the best I can. I will do the best I can. I'm very good at what I do. I can't make other people progress any faster than they're able to. I have to meet them where they are, and I'm doing the best I can with what tools I have, and they're doing the best they can with where they are. We as therapists cannot rush the progression 
of treatment. We as therapists cannot rush our ability to treat faster than what the child is at for their ability. And so, you know, telling yourself with those self-affirmations, I can, I will, and I do, and I'm a good therapist, and I'm a good parent, or I'm a good friend, or I'm a good this, I'm a good that. Those self-affirmations, when you praise yourself for what you do and what you say are huge. You know, there was an old saying once I used to crack up about the old saying, fake it till you make it. There is some truth to it. Sometimes when we start to think these things, we start to believe it. Uh, Another thing, um, going back to the life, work-life balance, you know, the yoga and meditation. If you don't like yoga, it's okay. If you don't like meditation, it's okay. Basically, yoga and meditation, the reason why I threw that in is because it's trying to be mindful of your mind-body connection, the neurological, physiological connection. You know, being aware of those somatic symptoms and being aware of those emotional symptoms. You know, being able to identify and recognize how you're feeling and what's causing the feelings you have and how can you release tension, stress, and anxiety because we all get it. We're not immune to tension, stress, and anxiety. And I think child therapists and registered play therapists, we get a lot more than just individuals working with adults because we are not only dealing with the child that's our client, we are dealing with the parents because these are minors. We are also dealing with so many other other levels because their brain is not fully developed. And we are also dealing with technology. The children today are growing up in a world that's very technological. We are dealing with so many more issues than 20 and 30 years ago. I mean, technology is huge. Social media, body image, the pressures that be. And so focusing on what can we do to make a difference and how does that mind-body connection connect when we do our own self-care as therapists. You know, you can do yoga, you can do meditation, you can do Pilates, you can do kickboxing, you can do karate, you can just go to the gym, you can just take a walk, you can just listen to music, whatever works for your own mind-body connection. That's what I'm getting at. I just threw in yoga and meditation because yoga and meditation have a lot of healing properties. And if you look at the research with mental health and yoga right now, It's unbelievable, the research. It's incredible. And we have more and more medical agencies incorporating yoga. Not just rehabs and hospitals, but we have other places that are incorporating, which is fantastic. Anyways, so for the life balance with work-life balance, I want you to think about that with that mindfulness or just connecting to who you are and taking care of yourself. If you're sick, go to the doctor. You know, don't try to push yourself through if you're not well, because we have to have a full cup when we're working with families. We have to have a full cup to make a difference. And so we have to do the self-care. And so delegating, you know, I'm not feeling up to this, so I'm gonna delegate. Recognizing it's okay to say, no, I cannot do this. It's okay to delegate, being aware, keeping life simple. You know, when you have a consistent schedule and you know your hours, you already 
are not adding people in when you don't have hours. You are not trying to overbook yourself. So you're already setting boundaries for yourself. The self-affirmations, the meditation, the yoga, that's the self-care of doing and saying and praising that you should automatically be doing some type of that. When we delegate, that's the hard part sometimes. Sometimes people want control and want to do everything themselves, but recognizing we can't be a superhero all the time. We can't do everything ourselves. We have to have a team. And so recognizing that is not a weakness. Being able to delegate is actually a strength, okay? So recognizing saying no and delegating are two strengths people have, not a weakness, which many times people might think it's the other way. So keep life simple, focus on your self-care, focus on what you can, you will, and you are doing. Take care of yourself and set boundaries and be the super amazing play therapist and child therapists that are out there. Thank you for coming to the segment today. Have a great week.